Are you struggling with what to eat? Are you afraid of choosing the wrong foods? Do you know how to choose based on what your life goals are, what you desire? Mind you, I said life goals, not just fitness goals. Well, today I am talking about nutrition by way of meal planning. Why, after 10 plus years, I stopped designing meal plans for clients and started doing something different. I'm going to talk to you about that in this episode of Holistically Speaking. Stay tuned because it's really going to empower you and your choices. Grab your wellness tea, a comfy seat, a friend. Remember to review and rate this podcast and let's get into it. Hey everybody, how y'all doing out there? How is everyone? How is your mental well-being? How is your physical well-being, your emotional well-being? How is your financial well-being? Hmm? And even your social well-being. This is your well woman practitioner Lashana Moore of Holistically Speaking. This is another opportunity of joining together via podcast episode and talk and I'm so glad to have you with me as well as my prayer that you are truly being well and being whole. So I am excited and ready to jump into this conversation with you. It is a common topic among peers as well as uh, professionals and clients. And it's a good conversation to have for me as well, because over the 10 plus years of my involvement and work in the health and wellness space, I have made some transitions and some changes as knowledge continues to grow, as life continues to change, and also as you look at pathologies and you revisit some things. Yeah, I've made those changes as well. I just started to see a lot of unhealthy patterns with clients, and so I want to talk to you about that today. And we're discussing meal plans so often, a dietitian, a nutritionist, up, oh, real quick, hold on, let me make my disclaimer before I even get into it. Yes, so here's my disclaimer. This episode, this talk, this belief is solely centered on me, Lashanna Moore, on my reasons, my philosophies for changing the format. I am not speaking on behalf of any other practitioner, fitness coach, nutritionist, or dietitian, or even your belief. My episodes, as always, are to educate and empower and to inspire. And then you are equipped with knowing how to make the proper decisions for your life. All right, you ready? Let go. All right, so let's get into it. So I I have always received requests for meal plans. And at one point, I um, suggested them, encouraged them um, from what I understood, which was meal plans are a great way to keep people on track for eating the quote unquote right foods in order to accomplish their fitness goals. Most of the time, that was to lose weight. But for specialty clients, it also included um, gaining weight, building muscle, or preparing for a competition. 
And that was really the premise behind doing meal plans. I would say after probably about the sixth or seventh year um, of my work in designing meal plans and also while assessing my personal life, which you you often hear me regard myself or go back to my own journey because honestly, that's the best testimonial tried and true to have. Uh, But just watching even how I was growing personally, internally and externally in my way of thinking, in my way of being, in my way of expanding um, my lifestyle and my well-being, I noticed that meal plans were not always sustainable and not always a fair treatment when wanting to set people up on a road of success. And then also, because as life changed, life-defining moments were happening, destiny-defining moments were happening. And if um, you're familiar with those two terms I I coined in my first book that I ever wrote many years ago called Destiny Discovery. Destiny-defining moments I defined as moments that reveal you to yourself. And that's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's an awakening. It's awakening of greatness. It's an awakening of purpose. Um, But it's also an awakening of things that need to be rehabbed um, or counseled. Those are destiny-defining moments. And they serve you uh, for the purpose of benefiting, enhancing, and maximizing life and well-being. And then there are those life-defining moments. Life-defining moments are those moments that happen to you that literally change the course of your life. It may be temporary or it may be permanent. That includes loss, that includes relocation, that includes divorce or marriage. Uh, You remember times, dates. You've got time stamps in your memory. Time, uh, dates, smells, aromas, temperatures, what things felt like and looked like. You will never forget them. Those are life-defining moments. So collectively bringing all of that into consideration, I knew that designing meal plans were not going to be sustainable, particularly because my desire is to educate, empower, and inspire. I want you to be well. I want you to be whole. And I knew in my heart of hearts that it was going to be a disservice. And I also realized because of the typical psychology of how people approach diet and lifestyle, that I would also have to take the time to teach you why it would not be beneficial in the long run. I am not about short-term success. I do believe, however, when there are critical cases in health and wellness, that there are certain steps that have to be taken in those particular cases, but they do not apply to the general public. And dramatic results are not going to happen overnight. So really, even in those special cases, they have to be um, they have to be regarded with a certain level of consideration and wisdom and skill. So let's get into this. Why I stopped writing meal plans. And, you know, someone will come up to you and they'll say, well, just write me a meal plan or I need to get a meal plan or listen, um, a meal plan is going to help me do A, B and C. 
and not so much the case. So here are my reasons. I'm going to share with you my reasons why I stopped writing meal plans. And then I'm going to share with you what I now do instead of writing meal plans. And um, this is going to be a great empowerment segment for you. So number one, I stopped writing meal plans because they only offer short-term success. They are not sustainable. Um, It teaches you how to follow a list which in turn leads me to my second point, which is they become report cards, which promotes a pass or fail mentality. So everybody has a life story, a backstory, and a front story about why they are the way they are, how they've gotten to where they are, uh, their habits, their behaviors, their beliefs, experiences tend to formulate belief which then designs lifestyle and habits and routines. So based on the mentality of a person, you know, if you're a people pleaser, if you're a type personality, if you are very militant, if you are very hard on yourself and you attempt a meal plan, it is a recipe for failure in the long run. And this is what I define failure in the long run to be. At the end of the day, you have, you have not exceeded any greater mentally, physically, and in your well-being than when you were before you started or at the start of the meal plan. You have not learned how to love yourself as you are, to embrace small successes, to understand the mountains and the molehills of life, to give yourself patience and grace, to learn about foods and ingredients and learning how to use what you have, uh, to learn how to be able to be comfortable to step outside the box and still achieve what you need. Most of the time, you're not learning that. And if you have any of the um, mental challenges or uh, personal challenges that I just listed, then meal plans are not going to work for you. They're short term. They are not sustainable. And they become my point. My second point, they become a report card. You are what I have found in my uh, fitness um, experience as a personal trainer that a lot of people are seeking to please. So it almost becomes a bit of an unhealthy alignment because if they cannot stay on track for themselves, they stay on track for you. Why? Because we're setting up weigh-ins, we're setting up body composition reads, we're setting up, uh, you know, this is um, a moment of truth day. And they know that this day is coming. They're nervous. They have not done, they have not followed the meal plan perfectly. They have fallen off a few times. They are too ashamed and filled with shame to tell you. And so a pass or fail approach by way of meal planning is just really another way that if the professional doesn't know any better, they are setting the client up. And you know what? It it really doesn't even matter if, you know, and I've had um, the clients with the mentality as well that they don't need a lot of coaching. They don't need a lot of micromanagement. They just need the meal plan and they follow it by design as is because their mentality is a 
get it done type of mentality. So they don't need a lot of coercion and accountability and checking in. It's still not a healthy approach. Because at the end of the day, what you are just following a list, you're following a set of recommendations. Um, Number three. Um, many times I've noticed, you know what to do. You feel like meal plans will be an accountability factor. And when I say, you know what to do, this is what the industry has designed to be the wrongs and the rights, the do's and the don'ts as it relates to food. So you know that there are some general things, right? that you should and shouldn't do. And then there are those things that you're going to struggle and be challenged with. And if a person is not clear on how to really teach nutrition as a lifestyle and how to approach food and build relationship, did you read my last blog? And it may have even been in my last episode that I said nutrition serves to be your friend, your fuel, and your fortification. If you haven't learned those three F's, then what you feel you know what to do, it won't help. So as I pointed in number three, point as I mentioned as point number three, sometimes you know what to do in general and you feel like following a list will help you conquer the demons or the struggles that you have. <laughs> Not always the case, y'all. How am I doing? Are you feeling this? You, you identifying? I know that you are. I know. I know. I know that you are. Um, let's move on. Point number four, I believe I'm on. Sometimes meal plans focus on the wrong things, which means that means it's not always about counting calories. So when I was very detail specific, um, I have always been about personalization, always been about personal care. So no two meal plans were ever the same. I would take your body comp, your weight, your goals, all of that and design your plan. And also because I have a background in writing nutritional facts, which I do for companies who are, you know, uh, creating foods or even um, there's a black owned ice cream parlor. Um, I did uh, created their nutrition facts for them. So because I am so detail specific, I would let you know the grams of protein that you're eating, fats um, and calories. And for certain clients um, with cardiovascular issues or hypertension, I will let them know their sodium intake for each meal as well. Now in a generalization, there are, there is some need for some of that, but overall, some of your issues are not about the calories that you take in and your concern is, should not always be about calories. This, I have to go into detail with you on this in another episode, because I want you to get, I want you to get acquainted with understanding macronutrients and micronutrients. And I want you to get a true understanding of what calories are all about. All calories are not created equal. And every meal is not about counting calories. It is so much more based on your lifestyle, how you're eating, when you're eating, what you're eating, what your body needs, how your body is feeling. And even if you are in tuned with what your body is feeling and what your body needs. And many times, so many people are not. You're just busy trying to uh, follow rules and teachings. So sometimes meal plans focus on the wrong thing. 
They focus on calorie restriction, calorie counting, and they don't encourage you to discover what you have in your kitchen, how to maximize items and ingredients you have, how to learn your kitchen and your pantry, how to um, design your kitchen and your pantry based on lifestyle, all that kind of stuff. Let me move on. They don't teach you lifestyle skills, nor do they promote healthy relationship with food. I already really kind of touched on this um, in another point that I made. What point am I on? Number five. Um, It really is about life, about understanding how to approach your health and wellness from a lifetime perspective. You are rarely ever going to just reach the pinnacle of something. You are going to journey through the rest of your life in health and wellness because you're journeying through the rest of your life with yourself. You are going to forever be with yourself in your body. So let's try to unlearn this idea of, who I finally got it, got it down pat, reached the goal, got the number, got the inches off, or got the inches on that I needed, whatever the case may be. Let's kind of ease away from that. And this is another reason why I stopped doing meal plans. Um, I think I have one more. No, no, I think that was it. I had, wait a minute, I had six, why well, I said it was five. One, short-term success. Two, they become report cards which promote you to pass or fail, um, a pass or fail mentality. Three, you honestly know what to do. Four, you don't always know. Oh, that, okay, I, I skipped over that one. So number six is you don't always know what you need by requesting a meal plan. <laughs> How you know what you need? All you know is is um, what you have. Okay, all you know is that you have been watching your body change, or that you have a that you have encountered a health crisis. All you know is what you hear, what other people teach, maybe what used to work, maybe what worked once upon a time. That's all you know. So how do you know you need a meal plan, sis, brother? You don't know you need a meal plan, which leads me to what I do now instead of meal planning. This is what you need, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what you need. This is what I now do instead of meal planning, writing meal plans, nutrition coaching and lifestyle coaching. That's it. You know how we go to the therapist, how we go to the counselor, how we go to the psychotherapist, how we go to the preacher, how we go to our mentor, how we go to God in prayer? Yeah. That's what you need. You need nutrition coaching. You need lifestyle coaching. Why? Because there are methods and laws When I say laws, I don't mean that in a high legality way. I mean that in terms of a structure. There are methods and laws to teach you. See how calm I just started talking? Because this is a whole different, uh, we're shifting gears now. Now we're going to the solution. (laughs) But you need coaching because you need to learn how to get along with your body. You need to learn the three F's of nutrition. 
friend, fuel, and fortification. You need to learn how to dismantle the old thoughts. You need to, you need to learn how to handle pressure. You need to learn how to get rid of addictions and addictive behavior. You need to learn how to handle pressure. You need to learn that everybody emotionally eats. Bloop, what? Mm-hmm. Everybody at some point in life or in the course of a week is an emotional eater. So by going through nutrition slash lifestyle coaching, you understand the threshold between regular emotional eating and critical, dangerous emotional eating. Mm-hmm. There is a lot to learn. And it starts with being open. It starts with patience and grace. It, it starts with learning how to be um, patient with yourself and unlearning and peeling back a lot of stuff. There's a psychological aspect of food. There's a mental aspect of food. There is a spiritual aspect of food. And I promise you, you are not going to get those nuggets just by getting a meal plan. Okay. Lastly, let me say that there are special cases in which I will design a meal plan, and that's usually like for competitors. Um, Extreme sports, which take your body through an extreme transformation that requires a certain type of caliber and uh, regimen in order to achieve those physical, and that's all I'm talking about, physical results, that ain't even holistic. Because you know holistic is what? Mind, body, soul, and spirit. I said physical results, then a meal plan can be very, very beneficial. And then every now and then if I have a vegan or a vegetarian that wants a meal plan because their way of eating uh, is very specific to their belief. So a meal plan may be desired or um, designed, should I say, may be designed for them. You know that I do not believe in eating hierarchy. So I'm just listing three ways, three reasons that I may design a meal plan for those particular persons. All right. Let me make sure I have covered everything. Uh, what I do now, yeah, life coaching. Oh, and the other thing I do, I try to do now is just make sure that, you know, I have to write notes so I can keep myself on track. Child. Make sure that I try to make sure that my teaching across the board encourages lifestyle and healthy eating and relationships. So whether it's social media, my website, speaking engagements, demos, whatever it is that I'm doing, I really try to make sure that in that teaching and in that approach to you that I am, I am showing and sharing um, how to embrace food and, and how to be healthy with it. All right, I'm so glad we've had this time together. I'm so glad to have this time with you. Make sure that you send me your comments and your feedback. You usually do either via email and then sometimes on post, you'll say something. And I really, really do appreciate it. This will be listed. It will also be uploaded as an audio on my YouTube channel, Well Life TV. Again, if you listen by way of Apple Podcasts, please leave a review and rate. What it does is helps us be pushed up in the search Uh, for health and wellness and allows other men and women to find holistically speaking and um, benefit from what I'm sharing. As always, my friends, be well and be whole.